welcome to the We're All Fucked podcast hosted by me, Derry Owen. And me, Dan's Grace. This is a podcast designed to try and take a light-hearted take on the ridiculousness of society as we know it and wonder how we all find a way to carry on, even though we know deep down we're all fucked. Each episode, we'll be looking at a particular topic, having a laugh and a cry along the way, dragging along a few guests with us for the ride. Remember to rate us and subscribe so you never miss our rounds. Good evening, Dan, in what looks like a kimono, am I right? Uh, pretty much, pretty much. It's a Tragic. delightful, uh, organic bamboo dressing gown. Oh my god, it looks like you've no. stolen from like a fucking three-star hotel. Oh, I'm pretty sure this cost me a fair bit about. No, I'm only joking. I can only see the shoulders. I can only see these shoulders. That's what. Luckily, luckily, I'm not going to show you anymore. (laughs) There's a reason that this is a podcast, not not a blog. (laughs) Oh, are you? Are you right? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Week week isn't going too bad so far. So how about yourself? Uh, pretty horrific. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, just just having a just having a a bad two weeks mentally, uh, yeah. more than anything else. Please see earlier mental health podcast for more information. <laughs> but I am literally um, there, you know, as I said in in that little mm, bad bit. But I'll be fine. I'll get through. Yeah. Uh, like uh, you know, doing the running, drinking more water. Yeah, uh, sure, all helps. Taking all helps. a bit more heroin, you know, it all helps yeah. really. My warm snack, comfort blanket. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll survive, mate. But the biggest question is, have you remembered that it's your topic this week? I have. I have. <laughs> well, then hit, hit me with your venom stick. Right, okay. I shall hit you with the venom how many, stick. How many you like to devise like a mood board or something to try and come up with more ideas? I, 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 was, I was considering a mood board, um, <laughs> but... I, I ended up just going for a list because I couldn't be asked. So I was like, oh, this is, this is grand. It's, uh, yeah, the topic for this week, I'm kind of surprised we've not touched on it. Well, we've touched on it, but we've not kind of gone for it before. Okay. Religion. Oh, bloody hell, okay. Oh, <laughs> I thought, you know, if there's, we've, we've covered some pretty kind of hot, hot topics. So, controversial, not, not that we've necessarily intentionally tried to make them controversial. But we've covered a fair bit of ground where there are definitely people who have views on those topics tend to hold them fairly vehemently and, yeah. and in some cases violently. Um, so I, I want to kind of caveat all of this with a degree of sensitivity because I'm aware oh. that obviously people uh, people live and die uh, with religion. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely don't want to have any fatwas issued against me or the Buddhist, Sikh, Christian, whatever equivalents. The more like joining forces with chalks <laughs> outside of your flat. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's, uh, I mean, there he is in the fucking kimono. <laughs> Cultural appropriation match. Um, I think, I think for me, religion is sort of my, my appreciation of it is very much coloured by my early upbringing, where my dad didn't really make any secret about his atheism. He didn't sort of ram it down my throat, but he wouldn't attend church with me and my mum. My mum would take me to church religiously, oddly <laughs> enough. 
every Sunday. That's interesting for... that the use of that word though, isn't it? Like gorgeously yeah. just means like, yeah. like yeah, I'm fucking going no matter what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it, come rain or shine. <laughs> you leave me I'm alone, I'm doing it, okay? <laughs> Praying to God and all that. And it's like, yeah, so kind of doing that definitely defined my early relationship with the idea of a god. But then it was joining the cathedral choir that then transformed that or, or kind of like opened that up as a as a real possibility. Because, you know, obviously I was at one point, well, not even at one point, for the majority of my time in the choir, I would be in the cathedral about five times a week. Bloody hell. Now, looking back at that, that sounds quite weird. You're a full-on choir boy then. Yeah, 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 I was a choir boy. Like, every, Jesus. we had services three, four, <laughs> hey, four times so a week. take a moment. I just need to take a moment to uh, process the <laughs> mental <laughs> images. No, 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 no. Those, those, if you have any mental images, you need to report yourself to the police. No, it's not, not that. Just <laughs> little Daniel walking in under the... <laughs> Like, I'm sure right. I looked. I'm I never sure knew that before. Me. All right, okay. Did you not? Genuinely not. No, I never knew you were a little quiet oh, boy. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. What was your I dad to be on this? You, how the hell did your mum dad manage to? She was like wanting her son to go to become a quiet boy, and he was like a devout atheist. Oh, how did that well, work? No, I mean, it's it's I've I've sort of given given a slightly wrong impression there because basically what ha- early doors we used to go to church. And I even, you know, she would probably correct me on this. I'm, I'm not even sure it was necessarily for a particularly long time, but I have memories of her telling me that we'd go to a particular church in Bangor, you know, fairly regularly. But then it was a number of years after that that I joined the choir. And I didn't, I didn't, it sounds a bit daft, but I didn't join the choir because I was curious about religion. I joined the choir because I enjoyed singing. Yeah. and. The, the choir master was doing his rounds, basically going around different primary schools in the area, trying to recruit. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, genuinely. I, I'm sorry, uh, I'll be laughing a lot about this. Yeah. He, he, he definitely. So sinister. <laughs> I mean, he was this. So he was a lovely man, and like literally, no dodginess occurred whatsoever. And he didn't even come across as a dodgy man. Like you'd think that the chorus that if a choir master turns up to a primary school says, "Ah, oh, can I?" Can I see your children? Yeah. There's definitely a... I mean, I'm not even sure they dbs them back in those days, but they, they definitely would DBS them now. Fucking hell, yeah. <laughs> Plus probably a lie detector test. Fucking <laughs> ring into Paul Lott, I reckon. <laughs> but it's like... So anyway, audition people, and, and he said, oh, you know, come down to the cathedral, you know, see see how you can do, and obviously sort of tell whether people are completely tone deaf or whether there's any sort of potential there and it wasn't you know it's not one of these kind of highfalutin cambridge or you know christchurch college choir or whatever it was you know Bangor cathedral choir so <laughs> the standard was like i mean i i like think that we were good but we were good because we were trained well we weren't good because yeah, yeah. there was a, a a really strict criteria of how you got in yeah yeah there wasn't like a you had to get like Three A's in, in music, and have to have tone and, and, pitch and all the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, pitch, yeah whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, exactly, exactly. Um, but I, I did that from about the age of eight. Or I think it was about seven or eight, and then I left when my voice broke, and then rejoined very briefly as a part of the man's choir. Um, oh, it was 
Yeah. But did singing all these hymns not have like an effect with you? Yeah, I mean, the short answer is yeah, because I have a much better knowledge of the Bible than most people my age. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't, you know, if, if you're going to sort of ask me to pull a bit of scripture out or sort of, you know, tell you a story, I mean, I could probably tell you a few stories, but it's it's not something that I don't know the Bible as well as someone who's genuinely a Christian. Um, but I've got it as part of my history and part of my kind of cultural identity in the same way or in a similar way to maybe Radio 4, because it's something I grew up with. Yeah. So I have, I have memories of the Old Testament in the same way I have memories of old Harry's game in just a minute. And I'm I'm sorry, I haven't a clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for now. So, yeah. So I mean, you, you, how did that shape you religiously then? What what did you, you, you felt you were on a choo-choo train, I'm guessing, to religion land. I, did you identify yourself then as a Christian? I should imagine you probably had to get, be in the club, but... No, but, you, you didn't. You didn't. But have when to, when that end, then so you left the choir. You just like yeah, just dropped that religion instantly and just went back into atheist it, life, or did you just carry that with you for a while? There, there wasn't there wasn't necessarily any pressure or expectation to be Christian at all while you're in the choir. It wasn't even necessarily something that we discussed as like a choir and as as like whether you were talking to like the more senior older members or you know boys your own age. It wasn't a topic of conversation. So we would regularly like do religious readings and, you know, mostly sing psalms and anthems and hymns that were religious in their content. But none of us, very few of us, I think, considered ourselves religious. A few people did, obviously. But if you ask me now who did, who didn't, I couldn't remember. Yeah, I think I did feel like I was on a choose-you train because at one point, I think the priest or one of the senior people in the cathedral came in and said, who wants to get confirmed? And I just decided to put my hand up and I didn't really know what it was about, but I did know that every week you got biscuits and orange juice and I was quite into that. So yeah, it's literally I, it when you're that age though, isn't it? Well, biscuits and orange juice, you know, yeah. it's, it's probably how, uh, how so many pedophiles operated under the radar <laughs> for many, many years. Yeah. Like, uh, I have to get bummed, but at least I get my biscuits and orange juice. <laughs> <You know. laughs> it's um no, I think I think that um when I was that age I was very sort of naive. I mean I still consider myself pretty naive now, but certainly at that point it was only up until the very last minute that I decided to not get confirmed. It was like the week before the service that I decided to quit. And I didn't tell the person. I just said to my parents, I don't want to go again. And I didn't go. And then in answer to your question about like, oh, did you just quit and went into atheism? Because I was never actually religious, it didn't feel like I was going anywhere differently in terms of my spiritual journey. It was just still me. Mm. But about five years later, maybe four years later, I decided to adopt evangelical Christianity, um, like okay. full on Bible Belt style. Like this is it. This is my worldview. This totally tallies with how I feel about everything. You there is a nothing else. Choice to to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. I think Why? I, because I'm not necessarily the most stable person. <laughs> you need the certainty. 
I think I think definitely the the certainty was a big part of it. Um, I do you remember, I'm not sure they still do it. You know, Bangor Uni sometimes advertise advertises public lectures. I don't know. No. Okay. Well, they they're ad- they advertise public lectures occasionally, and any randomer can turn up. And they were doing one that had I think his name was Ken Ham, H A M, as in the the pygmy, and he was like. Uh, as supposed to be the ham. Well, yeah, but I'm not. I'm never <laughs> sure how how e- well easily I'm understood. <laughs> oh, I got to clarify that. Yeah, pygmy, pygmy. Ken and Ken also Barbie and Ken, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, so I mean, he. I think he was like some kind of. I'm not really sure what he defined himself as. Maybe like a creationist scientist type guy, and he was basically coming along and saying, "This is how science demonstrates creationism as as a solid scientific theory, and this is why creationism is how the world was created, the Christian version of creationism." Um, and I was just like, oh, this is the thing. And then I persuaded my dad, who had come along with me, to buy like a set of books afterwards. I think I paid him back. I'm not sure I paid him back. It cost like 20 quid. Mm. And I read, read them cover to cover and I was like, yes, this is it. And okay. that, I so felt... that flipped you from evangelical Christian Christianity to creationism. No, 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 no. Sorry, you misunderstood that. Like, that is evangelical Christianity, All like, right. where where you believe Christianity, the word of the Bible is literally the word of God. Like, no, you know how some people you'll get people who identify as Christians and also simultaneously believe in ev- evolution. They'll be like the days, you know, that first week at the beginning of t- you know space and time. Those were kind of you know an allegory, a metaphor. Those aren't real days. They are, you know, you can have dinosaurs in there. That's fine. These Christians believe there's literally no dinosaurs at all. Okay, like, so but the guy, the guy that you went to see the lecture mm. was not a Christian. Obviously, he was like this. Oh, he was. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, you said yeah. that this is why science. So he was saying science backs up religion. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. Like, sorry, I thought you, he was like fucking that Charles Darwin reincarnated no, 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 or something. No, no, no. If if you oh, look okay. at, if you look at like kind of conventional scientific approaches to concepts like evolution and carbon dating and so on, they would basically take a Christian approach to those theories oh, okay, and yeah. try and explain yeah, how yeah. it could be possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm with you now. Sorry, I misunderstood. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. And and it was it's like, oh, it was it was fucking mental. And then so it's just like I I absorbed that. And kind How of old were you? zealotry about seventeen, eighteen. I think I was like A levels. I think I was like maybe AS. And it was proper. It was just like I don't know. I'm not. I'm not embarrassed to admit it now. But it's it's quite obvious that even with my own confidence, my own beliefs now, clearly anything could be real. You know, it's all bollocks. Well, Evolution yeah. Did you ever consider that that person might have been arguing from the viewpoint of Hinduism? And so exactly. you could have read a different set of books. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but you exactly. don't read this, suppose. Yeah, have the. Well, I mean, you you wander around. I think when you're in the UK and your dominant sort of religion is Christianity, you're gonna grow up and just think, oh yeah, God, Jesus, that's that's my my club. And yeah, if you yeah. you know had the equivalent upbringing in India, you'd probably be like, oh yes, 
know, it is that, isn't it? At the, the end of the of day, but I always look at religious people, and I'm jealous of the certainty mm. that they have because, and it's hugely appealing, isn't it? Because obviously. At the baseline, if you're not religious, you have fucking no idea what we're doing here. It's all ridiculous. And then there's somebody telling you, no, no, mate, this, this, this is it right here, you know. And not only that, many religions, oh, of course, Christianity does it to, to a certain level, is gives you a path towards. Yeah. I remember yeah. speaking to, um, you'll know his name, but we won't name him on, on the podcast. Remember the, um, uh, yeah, the volunteer that was volunteering for, RBS, who was uh, from Iraq. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he came over. He was such, such a nice guy. Like, it was lovely. painfully nice guy. Like, absolutely yeah. unbelievable. And it was hilarious. He was like, it was like watching some sort of scientific experiment because <laughs> he came over from Iraq, uh, devout Islam. Yeah. And uh, obviously his partner was in Bangor University. So the, the, yeah. he just came over with her, basically. So yeah. really epically conservative and he was coming over and he just like he just like couldn't believe women walking around <laughs> showing skin he couldn't believe that people were getting divorced and he yeah, was just like yeah. oh my god but in the end we were having so much fun because I was giving him did you know that she's got like a, a child with two different guys and he was like big problem big problem <laughs> it was it was so funny, but of course I actually got it was really nice to speak to actually because like um I got to ask him a lot of like questions yeah and he nice. was just like very just like if I do these things I am going to heaven heaven yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah, as yeah. simple as that of course yeah, so it's yeah. just like but it, certainty I think I think for me especially you know we one of the kind of topics that we broadly face is the the vast nothingness of existence and, and the pointlessness, the futility of, of life and how how it's so difficult to face your everyday struggles yeah. whilst also knowing it's completely pointless. And I think that religion is such a fucking tempting pill to swallow. Oh, definitely, you think, yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, I, don't, I don't need to cry because it's all pointless and ultimately it doesn't matter how much I'm suffering right now, none of it matters actually all of it can matter and i'm i can have a place in heaven alongside god and i can be singing and worshiping and you know white clouds and all the rest of it and it's like that's why a lot of the evangelicals look at modern society and the vast waves of atheism going around and thinking the world is gone to pop because all these people haven't got an idea what they're doing they're doing all this if they only read the scriptures they'd have everything yeah yeah so it's, it's quite interesting to see really um, oh. you know, I'm, but I'm I'm definitely jealous to it. But of course, you know, we know there's so much oppression in that as well, not mm. in obviously a lot of places. But um, but I find I find it intriguing because, like, looking at my childhood and stuff, I was always. Yeah. Um, I mean, you you I was your sent to Sunday school. Yeah, a preacher, right? Was deacon. Yeah, deacon. What, what is what is like defined? Because I I've heard the word. Obviously, I've I've met deacons, but like. Is it what level is that in the? If you were to compare it to like army ranks, where would well? Where would uh, oh, I, I don't really know army ranks, so that's that's wrong. Well, let's go. Pri- pr- okay, bot- well, okay, shop. <laughs> is she a, is she a shop assistant <laughs> or is she like senior chef leader? She man manager deputy manager. Yeah, I would reckon she's 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 got to be. Uh, I would say co manager of the chapel. 
Okay. So okay. they're they're on the board. So she's got a franchise. Yeah, well, no, no, she's she doesn't have a chapel to herself. She, they, oh, there is, oh, okay. she, there is a board of them on right. the chapel. I, I believe I'm not sure again on this. Fucking, please correct us on email. But it's a Methodist chapel that she's in. So I don't know if it's a Methodist thing particularly. Yeah, uh, but yeah, there's, yeah. there's basically well, just sense. like a group of these deacons, and they make the decisions for yeah, that yeah. chapel, basically. So you know, very high up, but doesn't have any exclu- exclusivity or any huge effect on the you know, I suppose the, the, um, the priest or whatever is I don't know he's just like area manager isn't he he just kind of mm. has like four, four or six chapels but anyway I, I basically was made uh, you know let's be honest to go to, to Sunday school and this there every week. I used to hate it with a venom that oh I, I used to hate it so much was it, was it the lack of Vaseline <laughs> no, no, no. Roger was very gentle. Um, no, it was it was a combination of being so boring and dull, mm. of having been to school for so many times, for so much, so many five, hours five that week. A week, and, then you and Sunday was again. my happy time, and I was always happy. I was like, I was an only child, so I could play by myself. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. a game was only so to be told, yeah, get off that like small snooker tables and usually of that yeah, age yeah, yeah. you've got to go there so I think I I naturally developed a hatred for it because I didn't want to yeah. go um, a couple of bad experiences with just like being a you know the difference between being a 7 year old and an 11 year old is mm. huge isn't it Like, yeah, in, yeah, no, and sure, Sunday school sure. used to have like throw everyone together and there was all these like big characters and stuff there and I was just like oh Christ um, yeah, I, I so used to hate bullying it. and that bullying and that. You, know, you could almost say that, I suppose. Um, yeah. Not physical or anything like that. Really, just like oh, just older kids throwing their weight around. Basically, yes, basically, yeah, trying yeah. to piss piss across the altar type of thing. And then <laughs> yeah, so all, just all that really, I just like developed a. But but I think I also saw that very very quickly that you know. Just because you are, I think a lot of people who are active mm. religiously. Again, I've got to be careful here and gentle. Nah, <laughs> not everyone, not everyone, of course. <laughs> but I, I, I know a lot of people who kind of use it as a hall pass to be a dickhead in everyday life. You know, yeah, so just like, yeah, just yeah. because I go to chapel every week, does you know negates my need. It's, to, it's like it's like the get out of jail free card. Yeah, the whole past basically to being a dick. Yeah, yeah basically sometimes, yeah. and you know they just talk about people in there and bitch and thinking, holy mackerel. So I think that was immediately thinking back, probably conditioned in my brain, like oh, okay, you don't have to be here to be a nice person. Actually, yeah. it's probably easier to be a nice person not being within this kind of establishment yeah. and stuff, really. So I, I think mean, that was fairly. Certainly, when you kind of look at the history of organized christian religion within the uk and i'm sure it's probably got echoes across the whole of the world that it's it's been used as a tool to oppress and it's been used as as a source of power for people rather than as a way to go on a spiritual journey or or find some kind of of solace or, or common peace with the community around you yeah, um, it was used as a law book in my, you know, before you had people maybe, you know, 
proper laws and be policing. It was used, it was used as laws. And instead of jail sentences, he was just ousted by the community for not yeah. following. So I know people that are still in that chapel who were ousted for doing, you know, terrible things like having children outside of wedlock or divorcing or whatever. Yeah. And this still there, like they return to the chapel and they're still going and, you know, preaching and thinking that these people threw you out on the streets if you did one thing. So it shows how kind of ingrained it all is. No, However, I sure. need to be, I need to be clear here and say like, I don't blame them at all because I can see, I will gently have fun with it. And I speak to a lot of, you know, not a lot of them. Like I know a lot of them, but if I know, I'm gently like, challenge them on a few light issues yeah you know yeah, yeah. how we usually you know oh, do you still hate the gays then <laughs> that, you know, exactly that you know yeah. being is that how compatible is that with you know oh god um uh you know god uh guided me here today uh you know to he helped me find a room in this hotel when there was yeah, enough, yeah, yeah. everything was fully booked even though like the deacon last week had a brain cancer nothing to do with that you know not yeah, like yeah. how you can like pick and choose but anyway i i do i must caveat that with saying you know i've seen it give those people strength in tough mm. times and i will just allow them that of course as a human being like thank god they have that in a way that gives them that yeah, strength that in, for sure for sure because you, you'd never times. you never like i mean i if i come across someone who's strongly religious i don't immediately start trying to pull it down because no, no, neither do I. I, think I find it very interesting. Oh, it's oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think purely from like a kind of cultural perspective, I find it fascinating because not. I mean, obviously philosophically as well, but because I've lived a relatively sheltered life, I have this thing where like most religions are just amazing to me because I've had barely any contact with them. So there's massive swathes of. Islam and you know the other major religions that I just have no foggiest anything about. So it's like, yeah. oh, cool, that's what you guys do. Like, do you know one thing that I really, really want to do at some point, and I haven't yet had a convenient opportunity to do it. But you know, Sikhs. Yeah. Every single week, they rock up to their temple and cook a shitload of food and give it out for free. Yeah, it's been a lot on the news, isn't it? Because of the state of this fucking country at the moment. Yeah, it's like they just be that nice. Was, That's wonderful. Oh, and it and it was it was a thing long before. Like you know, we had food banks and stuff. It was like just the, the universal and the fact that it's literally food for anyone. Like it's not doesn't matter how rich you are, how poor you are, how black you are, how white you are, what you've done, whether you're homeless, whatever. Just rock up, have some nice food. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. It's like the Samaritans. There are certain sort of like pillars of humanity, and I think like that that what the Sikhs are doing there and Samaritans, the universality, the unconditional, the unconditionality. Is that even a word? Unconditionality of it. It's just okay. Let's go. The saying is. But I'm going through. Uh, um, uh, let's talk about me. Um, I'm going through like <laughs> an interesting thing with religion now, where um, my, my my little one in school. So I, I when I was oh, going shit. in, I was thinking, uh, oh, is, is is he going to be taught, uh, you know, Christianity? Basically, oh, is he? Of he is. He's well, like, you know, well, he's in the local state school, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. So, but I I still quite. 
I had no idea basically before going in because I thought, well, surely this is something that the parents should be consulted upon. Surely, I, I, I thought personally, coming from a different viewpoint, not that it was like this is a disgrace, you know. I, I no, 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 no. But you thought you thought there might be some like a letter be, going out or something. Yeah, you know, are you happy? Or maybe not. Are you happy? Like just to inform you, you know, or, yeah, or, yeah. or something like that. So anyway, didn't question it, didn't didn't say anything or whatever. And then, uh, interestingly, saw the little one come home and starting to uh, say stuff like "Amen" before like eating, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and all this stuff. So, oh, all right, okay, this is quite interesting. Or singing songs that had yeah, like talking yeah, about yeah. God and stuff. So I thought I found it very interesting. You know, I'm not going to let my son make his own decisions, of course. Um. So I thought it was interesting, but it, we, I basically, we had a parents' evening, and yeah. I decided yeah. to bring up the, well, not an issue, I just kind of, <laughs> like, the, the, to be fair, the teachers there are absolutely sound, and they do a great job, uh, you know, under fucking difficult Tory fucking situations. <laughs> Circumstances. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but anyway, they, they kind of fully admitted, oh yeah, we, we do this year, but for the last, like, few years, it was a consent thing. So apparently in Wales so they've gone back change? now. We've gone, but literally I think this year, this this year again. Odd. Yeah, yeah, that it became a consent thing, and they're now going. No, no, it, it is going to be kind of a religious thing. So, but it makes me feel. I'm not going to do anything about it, but it made me feel a bit uneasy because yeah. I, here, here, here I am sending my son voluntarily into a school, and they're teaching him about a religion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just made me feel more uneasy than I would have expected it to, you know, uh, in, in, in a strange way. So what, what is your view? Do you reckon, absolutely, yeah, we're, we live in a Christian country, you know, all kids should be taught Christianity or? I think, I think. Would it be me, different if it was baby Abdul going in there? Would they still? I wonder, I don't, I don't know whether you, that's a controversial you'd, you'd question. Hope, you'd hope they would. I think, I think the, I don't feel we live in a Christian country. I right. think that, I mean, okay, you know, to be honest, one of the biggest ways to define it is probably by census. And I don't genuinely know what the majority religion is. I think I'd it's imagine. increasing, you know. What Christianities as a proportion yeah, is increasing. People, people, what, Maybe people, we do live in a Christian country pe- People that view themselves as being religious, I'm fairly sure, don't quote me on this, but in the last few years or censuses or whatever, it's actually going up. Okay. It went down for decades, but it is actually coming back up. Well, I, think I mean, so. may, may, maybe there's just nothing a to do with sorry. lack of hope. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that and obviously isn't is a huge percentage now of people living in the UK that weren't born here. I think so. It, oh, okay. That probably increases the chances that they might be giving birth to people and then bringing them up as religious. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud here. I feel that it's quite important for young kids to learn about religion, but not in a sense of like, in the way that I expect and anticipate he's being taught, where it's the only religion that he's actually learning about. And like when I went to primary, we had, um, what the hell do you call it? My, was it hymns? What's the word? When, like, it's not carols. You know, when you're, like, in assembly and they're just singing songs. What yeah, do you, I, I don't know what you what's the Welsh? What's the Welsh word for that? Um, Must be a Welsh word. Maybe it's just hymns. 
anyway, anyway. So like that, that kind of stuff is like, that for me is the problem because you're not teaching about a diverse range of religions. You're not teaching about questioning your own existence or questioning like your own moral value structure. Like it's not, it's not as though you're actually being taught critical thinking skills and then being taught so a group of us adults have thought we quite like this god and there's some adults over there and they quite like that god and it's up to you you can pick whichever one you want and i think that that is way more important rather than it being we are christian because i just think you know so boring there's so many options out there. Why would you just get... It's like playing with toy cars and only getting one toy car to play with. Why not play with all of them? So not not teach them with a religious spin, but make them aware that there are different yeah. religions. Yeah, like, a, like in a culture... And, and, you know, same with, like, science. You know, teach them this is, you know, this is how science works. This is, like, the theories behind it. And this is what current conventional scientific teaching shows. But ultimately, you're a human. Use your eyes, your ears. You know, use your critical thinking skills. I agree, yeah, 100%. And come to your own conclusions. Yeah. And I I fundamentally think that if you're a really good teacher, you should be able to get those concepts down to a simple enough level that your two-year-old, your three-year-old, your four-year-old, your five-year-old can get a version of what you're saying. Yeah, 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 definitely, I agree. Yeah, that's that's down to the teaching skill and the curriculum, isn't it, at the end of the day? Exactly. But I find exactly. it, I, it was interesting to me, I had to bring it up, because it was interesting how kind of uneasy it made me feel. Uh, mm. well, me, you're, just, you're just a bit of a bigot, aren't you? Not in a major way, yeah, not in a major way. But what would happen if I say, do not... From this day forward, mention God to my son. You know what would they? Yeah, what would yeah. what would they do? What would they? Would they what would happen? I mean, and and how? how must what, would, what would the dynamic be between him and the rest of his class then? Because if yeah, exactly. you if you if they're going to have like a particular you know a load of hymns or whatever, is he going to go outside? Like, is he going to go into the hallway? Like, what can he do for that period of time if his dad and his mum have said no religion for our kid? Yeah, so, yeah. You don't know, dear. It's all very interesting, really. That and it just it just makes you think about again the next conveyor belt, you know, mm. of so, of. I I can't really remember looking back in school how I remember. Yeah, it was the grace and all that yeah, being yeah. pretty standard. I can't remember much more than that. Uh, so it m- m- might well be a really light touch then in that case. Um, I, I mean, I we had we had stories and we had a bloody we had a fantastic. Second um, headmaster in my primary school. Um, he was the, the father of Robin McBride. Oh um, yeah, the rugby player. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and t- so he would sort of he would teach. He would kind of give sort of religious parable type stories, but he'd quite often do his own spin on them, or he'd, or he'd do his own sort of thing. And it was like some of. I mean, I I wouldn't be able to trot one out now, but was always really entertaining and really engaging and he was obviously a, a christian man or I, I would assume he was a christian man because of the way the school was run but it was never in a kind of down your throat kind of way it was in a kind of caring and compassionate way it was christian with a small c if you could put it that way it was the opposite of those people who are turning up to church and going this is my hall pass to be a twat it was yeah. him trying to create a community of 
of love and compassion for everyone, regardless of yeah, what sure. background they had. And there was loads of kids in the school who had, you know, who were other religions and who came from other countries. You know, I think in my in my year six class, there was at least five or six different nationalities. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, it's, it's a good, good vibe. That's good. And that's another thing that um, our generation or our kids, and I know you don't have any, but our kids generation will be you know in classes that yeah and the, even the tv programs you know you can see the inclusivity around the kids yeah. ones is fantastic oh yeah you know I d- I the, the, I even do, the presenters they're of the you know black presenters is much better you know disabled presenters you know it, it, it's just there you know it's not yeah, a thing yeah. anymore which is absolutely fantastic let's be honest so i'm pretty sure there'll be a I think I'd like to think that we were a slight improvement on our parents' uh, generation <laughs> with being, you know, more. Uh, I'm not sure about it sometimes, but I, th- I think we were. But I'm pretty sure the next one is going to be a pretty good one. I think it, fe- it feels like we're kind of stepping up gradually. Probably, if you were to speak with anyone who identifies as part of a minority group, I'd, I'd probably guess that they feel like progress isn't being made quick enough no it's marginal it is marginal there's, is it there's, better, too, but not, there's not too many lot. people dying there's too much too much active discrimination going on but at the same time yeah i do feel like we're kind of we're moving forward it's yeah. uh we're trying to shed we... all that trauma package <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. But then when you have your home you have your home your secretary calling calling them the wokerati well it doesn't help does it no no it doesn't really it's my dream to put them on a plane you know (laughs) on a plane i'm saying it i'm just like nothing happens she'll be probably home secretary or she'll be like foreign secretary now next week or something you know did you see that the um the one of i don't know there was one of or the airplane the airplane uh company that was going to be doing the flight over. Yeah. They pulled out. <laughs> yeah, they're Spanish or something, are they? And then they, they? They, they got absolutely twatted or something like, you know, Public complaints. Pressure. Yeah, pressure, yeah, yeah. complaints, protests, and this, that, and oh, the other. It's, so good. It's, it's, good. Good. it's good to see people power in motion, to be fair, there. Yeah, definitely. Sure definitely. It, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I think with with religion, I am gently curious. I'm very open and. I'm always, you know, quite happy to have discussions with people about it. Yeah. I can't imagine myself being religious at any point in my life. I mean, I've not faced serious adversity yet, so who knows? Maybe if I face serious adversity, I might suddenly find God. But I don't think it very likely. Or you'll just start praying, yeah. Yeah. If you, if you, uh, if your partner or your kids suddenly turned around and said, this is me, I'm going to go down this route, would you would you be how accepting do you think you'd be? Would you oh, find yeah, it I'd allow it, of course. Yeah, I'd allow it as long as it's not kind of extremist, of course. Um, but yeah, but that's totally fine. Everybody's got got to be on their own journey, haven't they? That's but I would have liked to true. think we would have had debates, you know, uh, yeah. and talked about that kind of stuff. It's- before they'd turn around and say that, like it was like some sort of little secret. Because then I suppose you would be a bit more worried, but. Um, but you know, just do, do what you got to do, kind of thing, and they need it's, to explore themselves. Is the school quite sort of fairly monocultural, like sort of fairly typical North Wales? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're not yeah. going to necessarily have that many like 
Muslim kids or Sikh kids or whatever sort of bucking the trend. Like, no parents are going to be like, oh, they're learning about, you know, like there's not going to be those sort of more natural or more logical points of tension. Not hugely in the primary school. There are, uh, you know, kind of kids from AIM background there. Um, I should imagine it would be bigger in the secondary school. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, not not hugely. You are right from from that. But that that's again this huge thing on the parents, isn't there? Mm. Um, just to kind of challenge and um, oh, that's why I think our generation is going to, going to be better at that. I think in general than creating healthy discussion. Yeah, or just like saying, no, no, don't, don't. You know, my little one. He's always is like with his little sisters. Like, oh, you're a girl, so you you must play with that. You know, oh, like yeah, stuff like yeah. that all the time. It's like, no, no, yeah. you're saying that. You could, but then he'll turn round. You'll you'll come from her bedroom then with a handbag. So he's just like, well, why is <laughs> like saying why is <laughs> like saying that? It's quite interesting, really. Just but, using it as an excuse to have all the things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a way, that's a good yeah, way of putting yeah. it. Yeah, you can actually have all the things, should you wish. <laughs> so, um, but oh, it's it's all very interesting. It's yeah, very interesting, yeah. isn't it? But yeah, the, the role of the state there is. Because they're, they're pressing the start again, aren't they? On yeah. it right there at the beginning, uh, yeah. at the end of the day. So um, they kind of have a have a kind of collective first stab at you know what the direction overall should be. Yeah, so, yeah. For good or for ill. Good or for ill, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, it is. I mean, for me, kind of coming to university, it's definitely opened my eyes because it is far more a multicultural space. Like, I would hazard a guess that. I, I have some friends, people I know who are doing sort of tech and business and management and accounting and stuff. Yeah. And I'd hazard a guess that the majority of them are from overseas. And yeah. that just makes life way more fun because it's like, I, 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 it sounds really daft. And it, I don't think this sounds racist, but I've met people from Sri Lanka. I've never met anyone from Sri Lanka before. Nice. It's like, you're from Sri Lanka. It's, it's just, I mean, I probably, I'm a bit childish, so I probably shouldn't be so sort of amazed that someone from Sri Lanka is here. But it's like, oh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> like, you know, meeting Pakistani and Indian people who are like really passionate about cricket. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> yeah, people, it is, isn't it? It is. And most people are, yeah. there's this scared things there and it all comes down to this like uh hostile environment or whatever these immigrants ooh like something different is bad yeah, but most yeah. of them are just human beings like you they're absolutely sound and they just like come just from a different background just ask each other fucking questions yeah. and learn That's a bit just, oh i mean and life and life is just so much more fun and exciting with the variety like oh, i mean not you. not that like my own culture isn't because i i love my own culture i love my own cultural references but it would be life would be so fucking boring. So boring, yeah, it would be. Of course, it it's would. like even even with religion, where I sort of fundamentally think it's daft. <laughs> it still has its place, even from my limited perspective, because it's so bloody interesting. It's yeah, just it like is, yeah. it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Well, this be my topic, Derry. So, it's your final thought? Oh God, yeah, final thought on this one. Um, please, what, please don't get us cancelled. Yeah, no, no, or... no. I think <laughs> what the discussion has has made me realise is um, it, it all comes down to the the angle, isn't it? That religion is being is being taught or is coming from. 
So like mm. you say in there, if it's Sikhism or if it's Christianity or if you've got a teacher that is teaching that to you from a position of, you know, being compassionate, being helpful, sure. um, yeah. then absolutely okay. go for it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it is a tool. But essentially, I think that, again, after our discussion, that I do feel quite strongly that it's for that own individual person to choose what mm. religion they follow, if any at all. I don't think, personally, the state should have a role in in pushing that start again, as I said earlier on it. Um, I think I, I think make them aware of religions, like you said, mm. and you know bring them up to be good children and if they see religion as part of that when they're older then great but i don't think that that should be part of um of of their school curriculum personally and i would never have even thought about that unless i would have had kids interestingly i mean let's let's sincerely hope that uh hell is not a thing because otherwise you may have doomed uh, a whole generation of listeners (laughs) to uh to the fiery pit. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just uh, go to Iraq and try and find that guy again and live with him. He's, he sounded like he had such the, the happiest life ever. <laughs> he probably had nothing, but he was just like, I am going to heaven. Yeah. So all is well. And here I am with a can of Fosters. <laughs> who's, who's worse off? So I uh, always think about that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I enjoyed um, it, Dan. Thanks for bringing it up. No problem, no problem. Take care. See you next week.